Hi, Craig. Hey, Craig. All right. Happy Thursday, and welcome to the D-League Podcast, Episode 11. I'm your commissioner, Jameson, and with me is my vice commissioner, my blood, Austin. With you, as always, is Garth. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a better intro. We should just do that. (laughs) It's a professional one. All right. First off, how was your week? Tell me about it. Uh, overall, pretty good. So the fantasy part sucked ass as usual. Um, I've now lost three out of the last four. Um, my Thursday night nightmare continues. Uh, as you know, a couple weeks ago, I lost Andrews and Gus during Thursday night football. So they got me like nine points. This week, um, I had put in Cordero Patterson, who had gotten like 18 last week, and he got me two. Um, so that never is good when your only player on Thursday sucks ass. And then um, Foster's players, Foster has like a pretty good team. Um, and I knew that he had just been underperforming for like n- nine straight weeks. Um, but nobody, there's no turnaround quite like playing Austin. So all of his shit just went nuclear and he uh, stuffed me in a locker. So um, I have made like, three trades or two yeah three trades throughout the season and combined the three players that i got um on sunday got me a total of nine and a half points so uh, clearly i know what i'm doing um so yeah fantasy sucked i got stomped into the ground by uh sunday night football so monday i just kind of like peaced out um but the like my life weekend was pretty good. I actually saw Tyler Shannon a bunch. We went to a brewery on uh, Friday and just chatted it up and got a little drunk. And then Monday or uh, Saturday, I went over to T Shans again because both of our wives are like busy with all their friends. Um, and we played. I forced him to play Netrunner with me for like four hours. So, um, planet. Yeah, we basically just like sort of had the Iowa State loss in the background and we were focused on um you know hacking into corporations and killing hackers and shit. So Netrunner rules. I recommend it to anyone. It does, and it's the perfect filler for when your fantasy team or your real life uh college team are fucking garbage. So mm-hmm. Yeah, go learn fun. it. How was yours? I know you had a crushing uh, uh Sunday night. Yeah, like you know that we we've talked a bit about how I'm trying to be less invested in the week to week, but like okay, mm-hmm. I you know, after my um completely throwing a week basically to try to get the best team possible last week. So, we talked about that a little bit. So, this was like my let's put the pedal to the metal, let's go. I've got all I'm firing on all well, it turns out like three and a half cylinders, but we had um so I've got, you know, everybody's playing. I I feel good about it. I'm getting some numbers. Last minute, I pulled Rashad White for Pacheco, and, you know, everything felt fine. You know, I've got Saquon, I've got Tyreek Hill, I've got, you know, all these all these players. And Noost is, he's, his team is fine, um, but is kind of, is a little banged up, a little hurt, you know. It's so it seemed like a good opportunity to try to take down, like, an 8-1 and one team. And it was it, like my team did just you know pretty pretty respectable. Um, I ended up with 112.22, but I lost. Noose got 113.8. Uh, Christian Kirk scored 27 points. 
Um, I had Zay Jones, what? so even splitting that a little bit my way would have been better. Pacheco had a fumble. That's two points. I lost. Uh, that's another way I could have lost it. But Rashad White scored about 10, so having Rashad in would have won it to, for me. Um, yeah, and basically any any move from my bench to my starting lineup would have won me the matchup. And given, except John Dotson, but who was going to do that? But yeah, given um, my record... A win in my column would have been really good coming into this upcoming week because it's just going to get more mean from here. So, uh, yeah, overall, it wasn't happy. Like, every time I had to see, like, Elijah Mitchell was on the field, I would just melt down because, like, you don't get Christian McCaffrey and then want to see him splitting carries with Elijah Mitchell. So, yeah, you must have been actually watching the game, right? Because you're... no. House. Yeah, you just. Oh, you must have been just watching play. the. Oh, okay. So it's Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell. Yeah. I to make it even worse, I was watching the game, and on the very last drive, they had Mitchell in. Like ten seconds left on the play clock, they had swapped Mitchell out for Christian McCaffrey at like the one yard line, and then Shanahan called a timeout and put Mitchell back in. And I Mitchell saw that. Fucking fell that down instead of going into the end zone. CMC would have scored easily there. Just yeah, that's even, oh, that that is actually worse because I I did see it was Mitchell, 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 then McCaffrey, then timeout, then Mitchell, and I'm like, yeah, it was ridiculous. Mitchell but, just like yeah. face planted. So. I've gotten up, I've dusted myself off, I'm ready for this week. Although, like, and and I was again looking at a fairly upcoming, like a weak Justin Long team, who's also we're both five and five now, um, so it's kind of a make or break week, and then. Um, a little event happened that we'll talk about later, but anyway, I'm much less happy about this week than I was. So it's just going to be it's going to be a series of nail biters until I inevitably like miss the playoffs by a game. <laughs> so I'm going to put in all this work, fall on my face, and that'll be it. But anyway, you've done all you can. Yeah, I've I've rolled those dice as much as I could. Uh, anyway, all right, go into your tell me about the NFL. So yeah, uh, since you don't watch it, um, the coat is eight and one now. The coat and the Vikings went on the road and beat the Bills. It was uh, Vikings versus the Bills versus all of the refs. Um, some absolute fucking bullshit happened. Gabe Davis caught a twenty-five yard pass in overtime or in a regulation that was not a pass at all. That was not completed. The refs didn't. The sky judge is supposed to like call in a replay. They didn't. Uh, Bills got another playoff and got all the way down the field to kick the field goal and force overtime. Should never happened. And then in overtime, at first and goal from the two, Dalvin Cook goes in for a run, and the Bills have 12 fucking defenders on the field, not called. And Cook gets stuffed for a three-yard loss. Then there's a sack. Then there's a throwaway, and they have to kick a field goal. And then it was up to the like defense. But basically, it's just like over and over, over again. Obviously, the Fucking refs have tons of money on Buffalo, but you can't stop the coat. You can't stop the coat. You can't stop the dote. You can't stop the jote, the hote, the CJ ham oat. Um, it's just impossible. They're too fucking good. The pote, Patrick Peterson of all time. Like they're just they're too fucking good. So stay winning, stay mad, haters. Um, Ben Freeze especially since he's super pissed about his uh, Packers. Really incredible um, then, how much one person can hate the Vikings. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. We'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, Kevin O'Connell, the coach of the Vikings, had some 
absolutely incredible uh, little quotes today on Vikings Live, which I don't watch, but I saw it on uh, Reddit, so I'm not a nerd. Um, So he said, obviously, we didn't get to the point where we could just flat out win the game in overtime. That tends to happen when the defense is allowed to play 12 men on the field. Um, We'll continue to work a good play for first and goal at the two against 12 guys in the field. I'm working through that now. (laughs) So he's... (laughs) Not uh, backing down from the rest, which I like to see. I think all refs should be bullied. All refs are losers. Um, anytime you get a chance to uh, make fun of or make a ref feel bad, you should take it. Uh, just as a little rules update, you know, the XFL is, is starting to get into gear, and I'm really hoping that either NFL or the XFL brings in the mutant, the MFL, mutant, or not NFL, MLF, Mutant League Football rule of that you can always select the play, kill the ref. <laughs> and then your player goes out and smushes the ref. Yes, the only exception is like Little League stuff. If you yell at a ref in Little League, you're fucking... Yeah, if, you, yeah if at any point you are at a child's game and you're agitated and mad, like you should just go drive your car into a river. Yeah, go slam a bunch of whiskey cokes at Wellman's and drive out in a fucking ditch. Um, <laughs> next up, Kyle Shanahan is a fucking dipshit. Um, you and I both, you were watching it on your phone instead of just watching actual football for some reason. Well, okay. So, well, for some <laughs> reason, it's the same reason I'm late tonight. I was putting my children to bed. So I'm, uh, I, don't, okay. I don't have it on my phone. I have to be in complete silence <laughs> as I'm like putting my child <laughs> to bed and just refreshing and watching Elijah Mitchell on my yeah, so um, I think Freeze Freeze tweeted this like a month ago or so, but Kyle Shanahan is more interested in being smart than winning football games. Um, congratulations, like Kyle Shanahan. You managed to run the ball against the fucking Chargers. Fun fact, at the end of the game, due to injuries before the game and during it, the Chargers had a total of three active defensive linemen. They were all oh. injured or all backups. So Kyle Shan's like, I'm such a fucking genius. I'm just going to keep running the ball. Give Elijah Mitchell all the carries. It's no big deal. Like, yeah, great. Thank God you're playing against the most injured NFL team in the entire world, Shanahan. You fucking idiot. You're four and four. You're terrible. Go play your best players. Like, this is not, this is not hard. He just has a flat bill and he thinks he's like super cool, but I'd run circles around this guy. He's a moron. You don't trade for CMC and then give a bunch of 18 carries to Elijah Mitchell. You got he lucky. He could have been putting up like Madden numbers. Yeah, he could have had a 45-point game, but Kyle wants to. to play with his old toy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Arthur Smith went back to being a moron. So this is because I have Corderell Patterson. Um, he gave Corderell Patterson five total carries in a matchup win. I think the Carolina defense is like number 32 against the run. Um, so he just kept running his rookies out there. His rookies averaged like two yards a carry. And one of them had four catches for negative 17 yards. And wow. he just keeps giving touches to these guys instead of Corderell. So uh, the next up, Jeff Saturday, um, he proves what I've been saying. And I, I just said it today. Um, I'm a better coach. You and I are better coaches than 90% of the league. The NFL is not hard at all. Jeff Saturday said, oh. Hey, um, my best player is Matt Ryan or uh, uh, Taylor, Jonathan Taylor. My best quarterback is Matt Ryan. I'm going to just run Taylor a bunch and let Matt Ryan throw to um, open receivers. And voila, they go out and beat Josh McDaniels, who has uh, been head coach for nine games now. So 
NFL is super easy. Like I've always been saying, if I had a head coaching job, I'd easily have a winning record. It would not be tough at all. Incredible. Yep. So that's the NFL. Um, Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, you and I could all do it. I think we just need a, we just need a shot. Actually, here, well, if I was a head coach, first two things I would do. One, hire John Heacock. So now my defense is the best in the league. Two, uh, find some guy who's called plays before. It doesn't matter who. And I would just say, here's the cutoff. Give Jonathan Taylor 20 carries a game. Um, give Michael Pittman 10 targets a game. Boom. That's it. You win. So easy. Fine. Very easy. All right. Well, now that you've covered the NFL um, yep. pretty extensively, I would say, we can go into our league week, which, again, is what matters. That's why we're here. That's why we play the game. Uh, so we'll go just quick. I have uh, – didn't I have – I was going to do the standings, but then I put them in the look ahead. All right. Well, I'll just look at look at some interesting things. That are like the standings. Yeah. All right. Cut all this stuff or don't because we would never do. <laughs> all right. The standings. I'm stumbling. <laughs> There's two sections in our outline that could basically be the same thing, but one's in the future and one's now. But I'll just go ahead and do it now. Here, like the the important parts, the important records that we're looking at right now. Presidents. Four teams are at five and five. So this goes from the fourth to the seventh. So two teams are in. Two teams would be out. Uh, me and Justin Long this week are both at five and five, so that'll be a, a matchup that I care deeply about. Nobody else will, but it will be this kind of, these kind of matchups that are going to end up like figuring out who goes into the playoffs. Old Hall Sully is sixth with a one game. He's the cutoff with a one game lead over the seventh place person. New Hall sixth place again is Juice at four and six. Mm. But the but New Hall's weird because the worst record is three and seven. So Juice is at four and six. One win ahead of the worst at three and seven. So that's like, weird. The whole thing is open. Uh, Peter's Cuervo is pretty much the same as new as old Hall, where Brady Smith is the break off. He's at six. He's at sixth. Uh, six and four. Blipto, same thing there actually. Ben Keenan is in sixth place. Uh, Guggenheim has four, five, and five teams, similar to uh, up in Presidents. And Lang Tim has, is holding on to sixth place with points four. Herman German is the same as Blipto. So again, it's the four and six situation, or um, the yeah, right, old yeah, it's the where Zach Elliott is in sixth place with a one game lead over seventh place. Um, and also, I guess standings we can go over Piss Boy race. Uh, Freeze is actually has a three game advantage for Piss Boy because he hasn't won anything yet. Um, the second worst record, I believe, is three and seven. So <laughs> it, it, it's a long road ahead for Freeze. Uh, he is slowly creeping up on basically needing to be like he's almost locking himself in as Piss Boy, except if he makes it to the consolation uh, final bracket, then. He'll, you know, he'll he'll weasel his way out of it. So we'll see if he makes it. Um, then we can go into that. So that covers our standings. Weekly game results. Uh, this weekly game uh, was closest uh, matchup, closest win, narrowest victory, and it was Zacher with a 0.1% difference in score. So Zacher picks up a win. Uh, how, did Bogey, how did Bogey? How did Tana get it? Percentage. Didn't they, didn't they both win by 0.1? Yeah, but it's it's not raw score, it's percentage over. Oh, yeah, okay, I see. Got so it. It's not exactly the same. Yeah, so margin or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Zacher manages to eke that out. Uh, so congratulations to Zacher. 
And then Biggs Memorial pick. Yeah, like so this was unfortunate. Yep. Uh, I didn't realize this, but Canoose has now been the wedge pick twice and is 2-0 and as the wedge pick. That's incredibly um, stupid. That could be my own bias, just trying to see Canoose lose, uh, but it seems to be impossible. But uh, Wedge is now 3-4. and four, So, um, I mean, not as terrible as like myself or Tishan or Renner gambling, but still pretty bad. Is Wedge having a, a comeback streak? Is this beginning? <laughs> I don't know. You'll find out. You'll find out later. I, uh, yeah. Sure. I guess I don't Maybe. know if I hope so or not. We'll we'll see. And we had some of these notable matchups. I think you'd mention a couple of them, but if you mm-hmm. want to quick go through some of these close ones. Yeah, Guggenheim was fucking lit. Uh, Zacher won on a Jimmy G kneel down. Um, so if you hadn't watched the game, basically, the her, it was I was texting Zacher like during it. Um, but basically, like there was absolutely no reason that um, the 49ers should even get the ball back. So. Elijah Mitchell had to have fallen down at the one. Then uh, they, I think they got the ball back, right? The the Chargers got the ball back, and then immediately Herbert throws a pick. Uh-huh. And so there's like fucking two seconds left or something like that when there shouldn't have really even been any time left at all. And Jimmy G, who Zach, or, uh, Tanner's quarterback was, um, kneels it down. Just like, he had texted me like, two minutes left in the game was like, all right, all we need is like a pick and a kneel down. Oh shit. That's not going to happen. Well, it's going to be an exact tie, but uh, yeah, he got everything he needed. And then um, probably the most heartbreaking loss of the entire night. Um, Christian lost on a lateral fumble. So Devonta Smith had a <laughs> great game. I actually Merrick came in and was like, how's it going? I'm like, well, obviously Miles Sanders is dog shit. So he's not getting 23 points. He had, I think one carry at half. Whoa. Um, yeah, the Eagles had seven total plays in the first half, which is uh, pretty amazing. But anyway, um, I knew he wasn't going to do it. So I was like completely chilling. And I was like, yeah, actually, this is going great. The Eagles are going to lose and Christian's is, Christian is going to lose. So I still have a, a full game lead. Like, this is about as good as it's going to get for me taking a loss. And then right when I said that, Devontae Smith caught like a 40-yard fucking touchdown. And then the next play... Christian also had the Eagles defense and they sack fumbled Heineke. (laughs) So he was up like a point and a half. I was like, motherfucker. But uh, yeah, um, Tom Nelson had had A.J. Brown, who was absolutely terrible, but he also had McLaurin. um, And (laughs) that last play of the game, like they lateraled Devontae Smith and he's in mid-tackle and just chucks the ball backwards. (laughs) <laughs> like 20 yards in the fucking end zone. <laughs> and then if you're in the chat, you saw like Christian lost. He's, he was literally typing as he lost. Oh no, my fucking mouth. <laughs> like, I cannot be more perfect. And then it was even worse because Sleeper reversed it and gave him the fucking win. <laughs> But then took it away, right? Yeah, because everyone in the chat was like, are you shitting me? Like, every every application out there shows this as a fumble for Devonta, so you fucking better score it correctly. But I can just imagine Christian, like, at work, every, like, five seconds getting his phone out and refreshing it. Hell, I was, like, in bed, and I was, like, getting up every 
10 minutes before I finally went to sleep to like check and see if he won or not. So that was hilarious. Anyway, one of the worst things I've ever seen or best, depending on whose side you're on. Um, Back of a story. Yeah. Herman German. So freeze lost to Mason. Um, freeze is continuing his worst season of all time. He lost to a guy who didn't have Zeke or Judy. They both got zeros and wow. freeze is still ro- rolling out Mason Crosby. So, Freeze, um, what do you like? Are you just trying to prove a point? Like, I, 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 I would bet. So we know Freeze loves Green Bay, but he does seem to think that every loss he gets is a win for the Vikings. So I think he's just like trying to lose his way to a Viking Super Bowl. Actually, I think I have a, a more simple explanation. I don't think he's ever listened to the podcast. Mm, uh, yeah, that's probably true. Breeze, if you are listening to the podcast right now, write the word hamburger in the group me and, and enter. <laughs> so if we see the word hamburger pop up sometime in the next couple of days, we'll know he listens to the podcast. That's good. I like that. Yeah, that's how we're going to start testing people. So write keep your, the word hamburger. Yeah, keep your keep your ear open for some <laughs> for some uh, tests of your commitment to the pod. I like that. Yep. Um, next up in Blipto, B. Nelson, Brian Nelson, friend of the pod, since being on the podcast, third win in the row, he dropped a 170 on somebody this week. It finally comes together. I'm pretty sure, unfortunately for our guest, Ta is also undefeated since coming on the pod. So, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty Mark good. Ta's a... Uh husband antagonizing people left and right yeah um so also old hall um we got a text from sully he is the fuck it rippers after all i think at one point he was one and three he is now six and four he right. is crushing it um Incredible he's exact op- he's the exact opposite of me he's won mm-hmm. uh three out of the last four and i've lost one out of the last four or uh i've won one out of the last four um ta also beat Bogey on a Jimmy G kneel down, so that's pretty brutal. Jimmy well, G, ouch! There must have been multiple kneel downs because he's not—he didn't lose by point one. Um, then lowest overall points in first place, Haver Canoost wins. Um, just because Cal Shannon has a fucking loser, so that's right across all leagues. Canoost is has the least amount of points scored. So, well, I you know Congrats. I guess. So. No time like the present. Um, just come talking about Todd Bogey to introduce our guest of the week uh, is is Bogey. So you can go ahead and come on in. Hey, fellas. Hey, speak hey there. Yeah. I am so happy <laughs> to be out of this cage and able to speak. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? Um, life wise. about your week? We just went over a little bit of it. If you'd like to explain. Yeah, well, um, it was a pretty fucking terrible week, if you ask me. <laughs> One of the worst, uh, fantasy football-wise. Um, yeah, I uh, team's been pretty shit all season, um, but things were turning around. Wait, I think you muted yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so fuming. mad. Yeah. He's um, slamming stuff on the desk. Just I am losing so it. angry. Um, so I had a few people come back um, that were injured. James Conner came back and got his head out of his ass. Scored some points. 
They kicked was, Eno off the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, get that guy out of here. Um, so when this week when James Conner uh, gets hurt again, uh, they have nobody else to play. Um, but, but had a great week. Uh, after Sunday, I was up by about oh, seven and a half points on Taw. All he had was the Philadelphia defense. And so I told myself, I'm not watching the Eagles and the Washington football team or whatever the hell they're calling themselves now. I the commanders? Myself, yeah. I, whatever they're called, you know. Um, and uh, so I, I wasn't going to watch it. And then, um, like an idiot, I checked my phone and saw that, hey, I was winning by like 0.5 points. This is wonderful. There's two minutes left. No way I'm going to lose. Um, then Taylor fucking Heineke takes a sack. And Ta like had gifs and photos and shit to troll me. Just queued up in the chat. Oh, you weren't the kneel down. You were the Heineke uh, penalty sack. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. And and the the thing that that it was called a sack, but (laughs) he just gave himself up and kneeled down. And then if you look on the sleeper app when you know, they're kneeling down to win the game. It just says, I need to kneel down. So I'm like, well, why is that a fucking sack? No one touched him. Well, they'll do, like, yeah, it's like negative point something and whatever yardage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That sucks. Oh, and yeah. So it says right here, Tyler Heineke kneels at the Philadelphia 47. Yes. <laughs> There's nothing on the play by play that. Would indicate that you should Philly def- defense should get a point for that. Incredible, but they that's did. insane. And that's um, stupid. All ended my season basically. So, what yeah. are you, what is your record now? Um, three and seven now. So it's, it's well, going great. You're only okay. So you're only two behind, like this huge chunk in the middle. So you're you're not out <clears> yet. Actually, yes. th- well, all of presidents, the worst is three and seven. I didn't actually realize that. A lot more likely than I thought. Uh, Two weeks ago, I was only, even this week, I was only one game behind uh, sixth place. So it's like, I have a chance, but uh, Ta had to um, destroy all my hopes and dreams of a fourth championship. So (laughs) win some, you lose some. Win three, you lose a few others. Yep. Well, you didn't have any room on your mantle for that anyway, so. Yeah, you have the alternate jersey, the away jersey, and the home jersey. I think you're set. I do, right. yeah. My my jersey that I have, it was the year that Jameson decided to order um, these authentic football jerseys. And I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> well, they were, I didn't decide they were, that. They were authentic in that you need fucking shoulder pads in order <laughs> to not look ridiculous wearing it. Well, you know uh, what? That's a vintage item. I mean... At this point, that's like a, a sign of respect. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm even such a degenerate that I, I took it to a tailor. And the, the fine people at Jung Taylor here in, in West Des Moines had no idea what to do. Um, <laughs> they, they charged me $30 and didn't fix it. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Love my Take the Alaska out. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, I guess we'll talk about other people's sadness after this. So we'll go into with some other uh, terrible things that happened. Uh, Austin, you pointed out, Austin, that it, uh, Tom in uh, Peter's Cuervo uh, ended up starting Clyde Edwards Hilaire with it got zero, and then yeah. loses by three. Yeah, that was a Out. pretty tough look. Yeah. Um, well, I was pretty. I was kind of praying that Foster had Clyde and he would fit him into his lineup somewhere, but he wised up to that shit. But um, yeah, yeah, Tom lost by CEH, and then Conrad. I think Conrad has legitimately five people on his bench that all outperformed their projections, and he could have basically swapped any running back or wide receiver with anybody on his bench and won. So that was rough. Yeah, and then in presidents, so you did write down um, starting. To- I could have started Tony over uh, Juan Dale, well, which is true. But I could have. Sh- I could also done Rashad over Pacheco, or who else? That might have been it. I had a lot of buys, but there was somebody else I thought that I could have fl- swapped out. But yeah, so that was just a feel bad. It was like a double feel bad to lose off of a, either a fumble or Christian McCaffrey for some reason not getting like twenty yards. Yeah, like, yeah, just a lot of just a lot of real <clears throat> frustration there in that that series of games. I don't know if it's just because I've been involved in most of them, but it seems like there's a lot more pretty insane like last minute things that are flipping like yeah. uh, uh, matchups, like. Devonta Smith fumble, the bizarre-ass Heineke sack. Um, you know, the I won because the Browns defense got a touchdown once because, like, at the very end of the game because, like, the game was completely over, but um, whoever that Pittsburgh running back is fumbled. I won because the Juwan Johnson touchdown that wasn't even supposed to happen. Like, like, I lost because uh, Higgins caught a touchdown for no reason. Like, it just seems that the last two minutes of the games, especially in, like, the night games, has just been brutal this year. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It does, maybe, I mean, if it's, if you're involved with it, it, like, sears it into your brain. But it does seem like it's very... I mean, I haven't won, like, you know, I'm 5-5. Five and five, So, of those mm-hmm. five games, I don't really feel like there... I think there was literally one where I felt like comfortable <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and the rest of them, it's been like just too close. Yeah. The last, my four weeks, um, every single one of them has come down to Monday night. So it's been just miserable <laughs> yeah, losses on Monday night over and over and over again. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty miserable. Yeah. And then uh, the last last thing you noted was Bogey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bogey. Uh, no offense, you keep rolling out AJ Dillon, who's dog shit. So you need to he, rush. He's that. awful. Yeah, he he's not great. <laughs> the other thing that really pissed you me off. You literally was, today tried to trade him to me. So continue. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's awesome. You should take him. <laughs> Actually, I love AJ Dillon. He has extremely big thighs, oh, and he's thighs. bald. I I should note too that um, Ta. Like at eleven fifty five, dropped uh, Tunyon and picked up Komet, uh, where Tunyon scored like three points, and then Komet had what, two touchdowns, scored over twenty points. Yeah, yeah, typical. I also typical. put in Komet, but it didn't matter. Um, well, the team was due. Dillon. Speaking of Dillon, and Komet, ooh, yeah. 
Yeah, so we're like sliding into trades here. The first one, the most recent one, the one that most effectively that is talking about our favorite person this week, Ta, and also directly affects me in a ma- in a majorly negative way, is uh, <laughs> is uh, Tyler Anderson trading uh, trading away Tony Pollard and Cole Komet to receive Debo Samuel to Justin Long, who I play this week. Justin Long was having a, some real bye week issues. He lost, well, he also lost Dallas Goder, the, the tight end. So he's looking a little banged up, had to deal with, I think, two running back uh, buys. So he's just putting like trash into his lineup. And then I see this trade. So now he's got Tony Pollard tra- uh, like in there and Cole Komet. So and proving yeah, I think team it's... week, I need to win. I think it's great that Ta repays us by graciously allowing him on the pod um, with an absolute fuck you trade to Jameson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> we've given you three wins for for free. Like we just allowed you to talk and get wins, and now you're like, hey, you know, it'd be awesome if I just fucked over the overall commissioner of eighty three mm-hmm. other teams. Yeah, so it feels good like job, it. man. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Unbelievable! Everyone on this podcast hates you right now. Yeah, Everyone, all three, all three of us. Instead of a fiend of the pod, not friend. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. That was clever. I just thought of that. <laughs> that was good. Your off the cuff stuff is always what I admire about you. Yeah, that's where I think I really shine. Bogey, what do you think about this trade? Is this something that you like to see in the Presidents League? I like I like the trading. Um, you know, this doesn't. This one doesn't really affect me. So, I, honestly, I think as much as I hate Ta, I, I think he might have the best, or at least most complete team, presidents. Um, but I'm just a fan of trading. I get really annoyed, uh, you know, some years when when people just have no time of day to to trade. It's more like- fun when there's trades. Yeah, I like to at least, you know, explore it and not insult other people. I like to figure it out, you know, see if there's anything there. This, again, I just figured out that not only does this Todd trade fuck me um, to this week, but I have to play Todd in like two weeks. So I'll get to face Debo Samuel at that point. So cool. That'll be real cool. But, you know, but also, yes, trading is great and, uh, if you should everyone should be open to it i think that's like our mantra at this point because we're always <laughs> talking about how cool trading is and so if you're not not entertaining it you're uh just you're just useless yeah i've not been impressed with my league and their trading i'm pretty much the only one who's done it and it hasn't worked out for me so yeah making me sad yep. and i had commit right. and i was like hey here's a tight end that scored five touchdowns in the last three weeks like you know, two people lost. Somebody lost Ertz, and somebody lost Godert or Got Godert. Like, so Mark Andrews is still the tight end two on the year, and he hasn't played in three weeks. Like, that's how bad tight end is. So I was like, oh, I'll put this on the trade block. And the only person that's saving was Tanner. Said one more time, one once more with feeling. <laughs> like, just no, nobody wants this. Uh, like the number one tight end over the last three weeks. All right. Um. Everybody yeah. just uh, go back to your daily scheduled uh, whatever it is you guys do on a Wednesday. Yeah, go to Wellman's and have some rum and cokes. <laughs> go to Wellman's, have some rum and <laughs> cokes. Follow Drive up off a bridge. Tom's popcorn. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. 
just you know normal guy things. <laughs> All right, the next one's the next one's up in Old Hall. Uh, we got Alex Nelson and Nigro. Uh, this is a looks is this Judy Smith? What who is this? I can't read my that. I think he. I literally just went downstairs, so you're gonna have to figure it out. Yeah, it's uh, he traded uh, Juju yeah. for Antonio Gibson and Najee Harris. Wow, that's some uh, that's some running back depth. Yeah, Najee well, that's Harris good. I mean, is just terrible this year, isn't he? Just well, he's not yeah. like getting like quality. This is like a this is like a pretty traditional like you know skill for depth play. And you know, it's the it, this is kind of the point in the season where it seems like that stuff is definitely a lot more relevant. You know, you're just trying to struggle to get by, get through a week. And honestly, I don't think I can read um, Juju Smith's uh, Schuster anymore without that tweet popping up in my head or whatever. <laughs> no, doo doo shit poopster. Yeah. <laughs> I can't not think about it every time I see him. <laughs> Yeah. Which is yeah, really incredible. Nelson fell into the same trap I did, and we both grabbed Juju before he got concussed, so I feel bad. Um, Najee is bad, but Gibson seems to be fine, even with uh, somehow Brian Robinson gets like 27 carries a game, and Gibson's like still completely fine as an RB2. So yeah, weird. Seems to be fine for Negro. Yeah. But hopefully Juju's back. He probably won't be back this week, but next yeah. week I'm I'm hopeful. Maybe please got something up for later. Yeah. Uh, next up in New Hall, we got Jim Helt and Brady uh, Car- Carbonass. Um, <laughs> we got it's a it's a Cortland Sutton for Michael Carter. So just kind of swapping positional players there. Yeah. Do we know what league is Helt Helt in? I wanted to look at this New Hall. Quick. He's in New Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, executive community. That's right. He's not Jim Helt's num nums. We know that. No. That is Ben Keenan. <laughs> <laughs> so he has Singletary and Taylor uh, and ETN. And so, yeah, I mean, he's mostly ETN's on by, but for the most part, he's good on running backs. He got rid of um, Michael Carter. He probably didn't need and gets Colin Sutton, who nobody needs, but good luck, buddy. Yep. So, perfect. So- Ben Keenan's team name is Jim Helt's Num Nums. Is that right. what I'm hearing? Well, that's correct. Uh, that's correct. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Yep. Can can we just let him win so he can make a logo and jersey? <laughs> Keep that I mean, name. As much as I love that, I he he doesn't have a franchise. Uh, I don't think I've heard uh, or him communicate. <laughs> In quite a while, so I don't know if uh, we'd actually get a jersey out of him. Some people out there have won championships and don't have franchises or jerseys, and that's you know, wait, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a couple out there. Well, we need. I would to love get to a... see a Jim Helts Num Nums jersey or whatever Billy's. Didn't he have some weird <laughs> like franchise. Photoshop taco or something? Yeah, it looked like a Papa John's. Plate <laughs> Well, actually, um, we have one of these kind of like Wish.com franchises out there, and it is uh, Spencer Meesick's Floats on Fire that is like <laughs> this like picture he made of like a flame with a happy face on it, and that is a jersey he won. Like, wait, he, he really has that? that? Yeah, it's real. It's oh real. my god, I'm looking at the logo right now. That is fucking that amazing. That is amazing. 
Yeah, is it on the it's is it on the website, right? Like I'm just looking at Sleeper right now, but I can I can oh, yeah. see it. Yeah, there might be pictures of it available on the website. But his franchise is definitely available on the website cuz everyone's are. Yeah. If you the don't have a franchise, and you listen to the pod, make a franchise. That's a big part of the league and I think some of these younger kids don't really don't realize it's it. It's really they, fun. They don't have any, but they are on the website the what is there the big d league.weebly.com cuz some butthole stole our domain <laughs> like well <laughs> they swooped in while it was dormant that's bullshit well, it, technically i think the d-league is still available but i didn't want to pay for it because oh, i'm trying okay. to keep, i'm trying to return the money to the shareholders instead of uh using it on admin fees so nice. but the d-league.weebly.com was it's defunct but we can't have it because somebody has it so it had to be the big d-league which <laughs> Not my favorite, but whatever. We got it. Anyway, franchise. Okay, I'm are opening available. the site for the first time in, like in months, and I didn't realize that Posser actually did write a episode corrections article. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, just on. When we're talking about it. That's still out there. There's a bunch of resources. You can get to League Legacy. You can get to the place we pay into the league or you will eventually get your money from and there's all the franchises and articles and all that stuff and if you want to write anything uh just send it to me and i'll post it up there yeah so far this year it's just two articles from will and nobody else so get on it yeah the the 20 rule is more like in this case the 183 rule (laughs) what do you think of these trades bogey yeah what do you feel what's your rating you may speak yeah, I mean, nothing. There's no big dick trades. No, this yeah. week, right? No BDTs. Yeah, not really. Um, no. Yeah, I mean, he went. Would he trade Jamal Williams for Kareem Hunt? I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. He get, yeah, he got Jamal Williams and Corey Anderson. The most Corey Anderson type got got Kareem Hunt. Okay. Well. I don't know why you get cream on it, but I don't think it, any of these are like, yeah, these are all like, you know, people are making pretty within the realm, like within a standard deviation trades, like it <laughs> kind of makes sense. Um, there's, there's reasons for it. And then we've got, this is literally Posser's like 12th trade. Yeah. Oh yeah. He traded oh. the Muth for Tua. I remember this is why I was having my break, my mental breakdown last week was, was Will wanted to get to us so badly he was going to give up like all of his players for him, and he got him for a tight end. So, um, Does Will have any players on his team that he drafted? Has he traded everybody? Daryl Henderson. Oh, he's really good, too. I tried to, tr- I tried to trade him no. for Jameson as well. Yeah, he did. I, th- I think his, his only players that he drafted are Kyle Pitts and Daryl Henderson. <laughs> Let me look he Those Kyle Pitts. I want to hang on to. Kyle Pitts, Brandon Ayuk, oh, Daryl Henderson. Nice. That's, that's it. The, that's, that's literally. Player. That's literally it. He has three players. That's <laughs> They're all terrible. Oh man, that's rough, buddy. Logie, what I liked about that trade is I figured out that it was like I would give you a better running back for a a worse wide receiver, and then a a better wide receiver for a worse running back. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the best. It was uh verging on I appreciated. I appreciated the effort. 
verging on a Jeff Edwards trade, but but not quite. You're was, trying to you get know, the ball rolling. Let's get some right, conversation. It, you know? it wasn't immediately <laughs> insulting. Um, it wasn't immediately insulting, but I was just like, I don't see a path forward here. But yeah, Jameson actually did text me about that, and I said I would slam that decline harder than anything has ever been slammed in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't quite so, so harsh. On this it. is coming from a guy who's. None of my three trades have worked out at all. All of these players right. are terrible. So maybe it would actually be the best trade of my life. You I know, think actually thinking about that, if we re- if we rewind the season back to the beginning, I think I was trying to get AJ Dillon out of you, but I can't remember. Yeah, you probably before. were. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking. So is it um, you know, a, at ethics to talk about a, an active trade that I we did I do that with Denda, so I think yes. That's- it's up to and you. I, I mean, that's I, I your could accept proprietary it. info. Um, we've been shitting on AJ Dillon, um, mm-hmm. but I have a trade here: uh, Raheem Mostert for AJ Dillon. Um, mm. And so oh, he's on buy. This is Jay Long. Yep he he's yeah. on buy. Um, mm-hmm. But Mostert's, I think, a little more playable than Dillon, unless you know. I, it's a like a seller's remorse where I feel like I'm going to trade Dylan away, and then Aaron Jones is, you know, next going to snap, and then AJ Dylan's going to mm. get 500 carries again. Mm. Yeah, so you got that like backup situation mm. going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's also the the terror that Jeff Wilson has just like taken over the Miami backfield. Right. Yep, um, and <clears throat> Justin has uh, he has both Miami. Running backs, so that's why. Oh, uh, he believes he believes fully in. He Jeff thinks he Wilson. can just get like a piece of the green, like a, a yeah. That I guess that's what he thinks. Jeff Wilson's all in, and so he wants to go think, see, grab AJ Dillon in case he can somehow, you know, push him into the front too. Well, mm-hmm. just in a vacuum, I would like, I would like Mostert over Dillon. Um, Dillon also plays the titans defense this week and the titans are like the number one defense against running backs so i don't think it'll be this week that he goes off Might be. but uh wait wh- i'm looking at the looking at the week 11 california Burke is not you who do you play what the fuck is your team name oh emus okay Fighting emus. sorry <laughs> really we'll talk about your franchise sooner but i like it um i play lincoln it, mm. it, I'm projected to win by two points, but I don't have a kicker in my lineup right now. So um, oh, this see. is the other thing I hate about the projections. Let's just get fucking rid of that. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It holds too much sway over me. Yeah, when I played uh, Josh two weeks ago, I was projected to win by like 15 points. I'm like, yeah, you know, best team in the league. I'm gonna curb stomp them, and then. You know, I just get my ass kicked. It's oh yeah, gives me false. I really, yeah, I hate them. Like, I would rather be able to just go in blind and not think about it because, like, watching that number go down and like turn red, it's like the most depressing <laughs> thing of the entire week. Like, so I've been, I have I essentially been projected so to win for ten weeks in a row, um, and I went from the lowest. Second, at the time when I was 6-0, if you recall, I was 6-0, only undefeated team, highest point scored. Um, you know, you remember all that, right? 
Do, should we go back and talk about that? No, no we're I, we got to okay, cool. Yeah, so that was a good time. Everyone, everyone loved that. Um, it was the best time. Huge fans, you know, massive turnout. And then, uh, in the last four weeks alone, I have gone from the least amount of points scored to the third most. So, like, my projection is still like fine. My team is still doing okay. It's like averaging like one thirteen to one twenty. But the people I'm playing are going fucking off. And it's all, this whole schedule now is all the teams with, like, winning records and are just going, like, the matchups are all green. You know how that goes. Like, all green matchups, no buys, just slaughter after slaughter. It's tough out here. It is tough. Um, Anyway, so you're projected, I... I don't know. I would rather not have anyone play on Thursday if I could help it. So, yeah, we know about your Thursday yeah, feeling. Yeah, grabbing Moser and then just throwing in like Henderson or somebody. Henderson actually scored last week. I didn't even realize that. Um, Henderson or uh, hell, even Warren or Cooks and like the flex would be fine. I think mm-hmm. you're right. I would do it. All right. Let's shit on <clears throat> AJ Dillon and then this, trade him will, away. Will this, yep. will, yeah, will this be the first trade done? Well, normally they happen like right before the pod, and then we talk. Oh, it happened right now <laughs> as we're recording. <laughs> All right, so now that you've accepted, right. here's what's happened. Yeah. I traded for Chris Olave, and he scored 7, 10, and 5. I traded for Juju, and he got immediately concussed. And then I traded for Cordell Patterson, who just fucked me with two points. Um, so. Things could be very bad in your future. I'm very sorry about that. How but... excited are you to not have AJ Dillon anymore now that he's off your team? <laughs> oh, that's what I'm, should I'm be very... the most important thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very excited. Uh, but here's my problem: when I trade somebody away, I just watch their stats for the rest. Oh, of you do that. Yep. You did yep. write yeah. about yep. this. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, I'm a one of the first subscribers to the pod. I I remember hearing about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah I'm I I have an issue, definitely. I mean, I'm on a podcast uh, talking about fantasy football leagues, so yeah, like right. a like a very super niche product here. But there's a I I saw that you'd wrote that note out, and I was thinking about that, and I was like, I I usually check like a week, and I don't want the player I traded away to do poorly. Like I think I talked, we talked about this too. I want them to do well because I don't want the person to think like, "Oh, I knew something," or I was trying to screw him over or anything like that. Like that, every trade that I've done so far was not like that's not how it happened. But then it was like, "Oh, here's Kamara. He just scored 38 <clears throat> points or whatever, and then he scores six two weeks in a row <laughs> or something like that." And it's like that shouldn't happen. That doesn't make any sense. Like it's not. I'm yeah. not trying to pull one over. And then I, I don't want. People, if we're going to be in the presidents for a little while, I don't want them to think that I'm someone that trades that way, and, and or have a bad taste in their mouth with trading with me because that happened. So I check yeah. kinda <clears throat> for that reason. I think it depends who you're trading with because, like yeah. Justin Long, I don't think we've ever met face to face, but we've chatted on here mm-hmm. in, in the group chat. Um, so you know, I want the trade to be fair and go well. Now, if I'm trading with Davo, uh, <laughs> Kim, I hope his the player snaps his leg the next week. Yeah. 
<laughs> right. So, I want the player to spontaneously combust on the bus on the way to the to the game. Exactly. I mean, I go as so far as I still remember two years ago when I would have won the whole thing if I hadn't traded at week six one player. Well, if you distill it down to that, that's not healthy. It's not healthy. I, I no. do it constantly. I would I would have won two more games if I had kept Foreman. Well, but I would have also had to start Foreman over a couple of people, which doesn't right. really like, make sense. Think of, remember, we both wrestled, and do you remember like it would come down to like a match because of just how the way it works like mm-hmm. it's a it's a series of matches and they start at a, at a certain weight class and then they loop it around and sometimes the last match is the one that'll have your your school winning or not but like it really isn't that person's fault <laughs> it's everyone's fault it's every decision's <laughs> fault so I see, like yeah so no it's definitely chris olave's fault yeah. i can uh, i can tell you that right now <laughs> Because he was wide receiver 14 until I traded for him. Now he's wide receiver 20. So I don't know what well, to tell you. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, I think it's never coaching. mind. Well, I tried to help. I appreciate that. Maybe you needed someone with a degree to get you through this. But yeah, I do uh, I do obsess over over the people that have left my team. I want them to mm-hmm. do poorly. All right, well, we'll go into waiver claims. Well, we've got another tra- trading alley or whatever. Um, we, you and I both paid a lot. Watson, Christian Watson, obviously went off last week, and a lot of people want him. He's on a lot of a lot of lists, so people paid a decent amount. It was a lot of like the person at the top paid a lot, and then the people behind him were like, "Uh, yeah, I'll pay ten bucks." <laughs> and then so there was a huge difference there. Like I think I paid thirty nine, and I don't know, like I could have paid like half. And then you had a similar situation. T. Yep. Shan paid. F- 43 and then yeah and then and then you wrote peter's cuervo 12 hours later it goes for free it went uh, <laughs> when right this then, guy's on a football team let's get this guy yeah there's like this is like a this is kind of a peter's cuervo thing like mm-hmm. whenever one of those older dudes like finally gets around to checking like <laughs> their rankings versus that they just scrape up like any if you would have gone to any waiver wire column and just spent like it's like they just shop from it because no one's paying attention and so you'll just see like two or three from those columns like just show like they just go to one guy because they can just <laughs> no one's bidding they just grab who they want so yeah. watson's the type that's like there everyone goes back to like the odell year and you're like this is the guy who takes me to the title but what was reality is going to happen is that watson will probably It'll be like a one-week wonder, and we'll all be fucked. It'll, but uh, we'll be, yeah, it'll be like a Wandale Robinson. Real excited. Yep. He's got the whole thing, and he has. I'm Wandale just surprised. Like, anything, yeah. there's so many people in my league that are all three of their wide receivers are horrific. And I guess like I'm part of that because the trades I make have not worked out. But um, there's people who's like wide receiver one is like like Zay Jones this week, or not Zay Jones. He's on a buy, but like that bad, and nobody else really went for him. So I was. Yeah, I guess yeah. I had 13 in and then switched it to 20-something because I was like, people need wide receivers. And then everyone was like, uh, no, I, I'd rather um, hang out with my wife and my loving family. <laughs> well, we're okay. Well, I don't get we're that. On week, we're week 11, right? Like, we don't have that much time left. You're, this is kind of where you mm-hmm. think you'd be spending a little bit more. Then if season yeah. is winding down and you'll hang out with your family, like, whenever you want. So right. let's focus up, people. Yeah, get it, get it together. But I actually spent every dollar of my fun, uh, my free agent acquisition <laughs> budget. Um, did you, I had this like, week you did? This week, yeah. I had $42. Well, 
Spent 39 on Christian Watson and three on the Patriots defense. You're so, set. You're good I'm to go, set. man. Yeah, it was actually a situation where, um, like, all the players that were kind of, that had popped off and that you kind of wanted to spend on, I'd been lucky enough that I'd already got them. So, like, I wanted Elijah Mitchell, too, but I just, like, I didn't know where to put him. So, now, news Fuck Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I was a little jealous of the, the yardage, but now, yeah, News picks him up for a buck. And I'm like, News doesn't need anybody. News He'll tear to, his Achilles or some shit in, like, two weeks. He'll be fine. News needs to drop his bench. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, James Von Gillern pays $56 for Van, <laughs> Je- for Van Jefferson. What? Yeah. I don't know. That rocks. <laughs> Just slam your dong down on the table. I'm about to <laughs> fucking empty the check. Hey, here's a check. Write whatever you want in the fucking dotted line, baby. I need this guy. Well, I thought did, going into looking into Cooper Cup. Oh, there uh, you go. That's oh, the yeah. I completely team. forgot Cup is out. I, yeah, oh. Cup's out. Well, he Do you had... think Van Jefferson has Brecky with you know Stafford, who's apparently no, concussed, the, the but other nobody white knows about receiver. it? What's the other white receiver? Oh, it's Chronic. Uh, Yep. Yep. That's true. Stafford is racist. Mm-hmm. Him and Hanks would get along great. Yeah. Um, well, that's actually, I woke up like being like, oh, I can't wait to see how much I overpaid for this Watson guy. Or maybe I lost him. Whatever. And then, then the first, the number one <laughs> bid was Van Jefferson for, <laughs> for $56. Okay. And then also the second one was noosed for $0. That's amazing. So actually, I'm going to look there. right now and see if Jefferson's out there. <laughs> The good part is the pod is not until uh, tomorrow. So you yeah, can we have the inside info. All right. All right, and then what else we got? Oh yeah, I I missed this. Herman German, uh, Spencer Griffith paid fifty for Cole Komet. I mean, yep. tight ends suck. If you can get one that's like okay, dude, it's it's insane. It. He's scored like sixty points in the last three weeks. He's been unbelievable. Like I, I hate get him, the Cole I guess. Komet. Uh, roller coaster because I drafted yeah. him and I held him way too long and he scored literally zero two weeks in a row. <laughs> so like it was finally like okay I, I guess I'll get rid of Cole Komet and then he's like I'm back and I'm scoring I'm back baby twenty points a game and yeah. I'm doing it just to make Jameson specifically mad. But I got I got a a little special boy called Pat Fryermuth. Um, well, special boy. Formerly on Bogey's team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had to drop him one week because I couldn't even feel the damn team. I dropped him right before the games on Sunday. And I was like, I'll just pick him up for a couple bucks uh, on waivers. Yeah. That's awesome. He did not go for a couple bucks. No. <laughs> I saw that, that guy and I'm like, I got to get that guy. So, yeah, unfortunately, Bogey did, I think I said last week, Bogey sent me a text that was very, like, I didn't realize that I'd been unintentionally, like, oh, yeah, you talked about that last week, fucking him over. Yeah. I apologize officially as the commissioner. Apology not accepted. All right, well, well, (laughs) you can get yourself an apology wall, just like Iowa State. Yeah, that's all all we need. Um, And then... Brady Carbonass, Green Bay super fan, just like Freeze, mm-hmm. spent the all of the last of his free agent budget on Christian Watson and AJ Dillon. So, wow, um, he's got I'm, faith. Do you yeah, feel bad about put, your trade away now? 
they probably put 401k into Green Bay um, ownership, just everything he can into Lambeau Field. So, right, you good luck, guys. Not, not a lot of poor NFL owners out there no. waving your stock certificate around. Uh, Goose's Mark Ingram watch is still on buy because Ingram is still out. So we don't need to talk about that. Rod, uh, he won last week. He won again, this time with a 146. There this he comes. Fucking dunking on these hoes. He is crushing people. As we're and... talking, he did three free agent moves um, in this. Wait, what? So he, yeah, he, <laughs> he just, yeah, he did one, two, three, 45 minutes ago. So, yeah. What Let's go, he, Rod. Yeah, what's he been doing? He uh, picks up a kicker, Robbie Gould, drops the Seahawks. Um, he picks up Darius Slayton from the New York Giants, drops Mac Hollins from Vegas, and picks up Juwan Johnson <laughs> as a tight end, dropping Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby? Right. Jacoby. <laughs> Jacob Jacoby. So he is Rod, Rod is currently a four point underdog to Murphy, who has a wide receiver slot open. Um and has ETN on by Michael Thomas on IR. Cooper, he just lost Cooper Cup, Darren Waller, and Zay Jones. And Rod is still a fucking underdog to this team. Like, holy shit. That's unbelievable. I mean, Rod's doing his best. He is. He has Rod, Rod's he has in the group me, but I don't know if he listens to the pod. God, I hope so. Well, if you're out there, Rod, a podcast. For you're the, the man. Folks, it's like oh. having a cassette tape. And you just yeah, Rod... In. Rod did play Sager, uh, Ellery, and he beat him by 110 points. Oh, my Ellery God. Ellery hasn't set his lineup in, since we started. but Yeah, wow. it was 146 to 36. That's pretty good. Incredible. You know what we didn't even mention? Uh, my favorite waiver wire uh, waiver claim of the entire, or like I guess it was a free agent pickup, of the entire season, Dusty Kroll. We didn't even oh, mention. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dusty oh, Kroll. yeah, Jeff got a hold of one of the owners. Jeff and... was sitting next to Dusty Kroll and, and a made, him, in his ear. made him, told him, set his lineup. Now, and I was very specific because I was like, well, you can't be doing it. You can't log- get his login and do it for him. And he was like, no, I was just sitting next to him. And he had told him <laughs> I'm to do innocent. it. I'm like, all right, totally legal. You did not violate the Justy and Def- Jeff rule. <laughs> <laughs> so... But now, yeah, I guess uh, Dusty's back in it. And funny, I, I bet he's, like, projected a billion. He could almost easily be undefeated right now if he had set his lineup. Yeah, he <laughs> legitimately could, like, be be in money. Yeah, he is. he's projected currently to uh, almost, yeah, about 18 points over Jim. Oh, my God. I mean, just let's look at this lineup real quick. I know that we're diverging a little bit. He's got Dak Prescott, Austin Eckler, Naeem Hines, uh, I think A.J. Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, DeAndre Hopkins is his wide receiver three. Tyler Higby, Garrett Wilson is in the flex, Daniel Carson, and the New England Patriots defense. That is um, a fucking stacked team. Holy shit. Fournette is in his team. Wait, on... no. Uh, Naheem Hines. Never mind. That is a really, really bad RB2. Yeah, but... Super or- mega bad. Fournette is on his bench on by Pacheco. And uh, Waddle's on his bench. And Waddle's on his bench. <laughs> this team yeah, is this is a this is a fucking wagon. Holy shit! Yeah, and I think I think the deal is Jeff's told him how to set your lineup in the future, and just like <laughs> had him do it. 
So, like, there's a legitimate, if he doesn't get injured, that he could just destroy this league on the way out yeah. and, like, do it. Like, make playoffs. <laughs> Nothing would make me happier than a fucking dusty jersey. Yeah, dusty, like, yeah. Yeah, that would just be that'd be incredible. Anyway, all right. Well, let's let's uh, loop it back to we got that was Rod's race to the championship and yep. Dusty's zombie team race to the championship. Uh, Ta versus sleeper recommendations. Just a kicker this week. Brett Maher just made four extra points. He was a strong not, option. Not a strong. Uh, I think more importantly was the recommendation that Cordell Patterson was a smash play on Thursday. <laughs> and I said it in the group meeting that this is going to be a disaster. And holy shit, it was worse than I ever could have imagined. So I've, Ta has like rubbed off on me and now he's like shooting for the stars and I'm sucking into a black hole. I really like Bogey's idea of just like a setting that gets, Sleeper gives you no information at all. Yeah, like, that'd be no awesome. recommendation, like anything that they don't know for certain, they don't tell you. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I wouldn't be yeah, swayed. I want, to, I want to turn that off, and I, I just want, I just want uh, the the app to just lock lock me out on Sunday, so I don't <laughs> even have to look at it. Right. You know, no, more lineup to, changes. To, this is it. We need yep. to manually compile scores out of a newspaper on yeah, Tuesday yeah. morning. That's, That'd be good. That's how we got to do it. All right. Now we we, we got to. We talked about anything um, like got for our major segments. There's nothing really generally to talk about, I don't think. Um, but we can talk about. We can now focus more on our guest, Bogey. Do you want to first kind of talk about like tell me, tell us your history with the league, tell us about your cool record, tell us about your franchise, that stuff. Yeah. So um, I was. I think I was in. Was I in the original league or it, before it was? You know. Yes. Uh, well, you okay? So I just pulled you up on League Legacy, uh, which is working great for anyone that wants to know. Your first league, your first year was 2012. So two years, you were the third season that we did. It was a pleasure whooping your ass. Uh, job sec- first name Job Security Chizik style, fantastic yep. name, <laughs> and you went five and eight. But yes, yeah, that was I, your I think uh, I got my ass kicked, and I took my ball and I went home and said screw you guys and i quit yeah you did oh boy um you took three missed, years off i did and then i heard about the fart party in kansas city <laughs> and i said i gotta get in on some of that action uh, and then i joined and um in 2015 uh was uh 2015 right was Yep, you're 2015. Year. You're in Gold League, yeah. And, as and the I Arctic Puppets, you did. Yeah. I won the Gold League and shot right up into presidents. Um, I, I went back and looked at my draft. For that um, there are some players on here that I don't even know who they are. I drafted in the ninth <laughs> round Owen Daniels. Um, oh, I remember Owen Daniels. Was he a tight end? Yeah. Must have been, and I also, yeah. I Broncos, also I uh, drafted Charles Sims, running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Don't remember him. Nope. Uh, but yeah, the team was amazing. Apparently, 
Yeah, Eddie yeah, Lacy pretty great. Me the championship. <clears throat> oh, Eddie Lacy, heavyweight champion, Eddie Lacy. This is funny. I I looked at my champ week, and it's eighty points for me and fifty for Dewitt. And then I look at bogeys, and it's one hundred and thirty to one hundred and twenty-three, <laughs> like literally doubling yeah. the amount of points. Actually, tripling the amount of points that were scored in that championship week than really incredible. Yeah, I, I'm honestly like, if you guys, if if you're listening to this and you haven't looked at League Legacy, the website, it's linked on the on the. It's unbelievable, website, but it's really good. Like, it's I can look up anything. Like, you were in a league in 2015. Some of these suckers you beat. Um, actually, I think is this Tyler Anderson? Oh, it was. You you beat and you got Tyler Anderson got third this year, but you got you you beat out Helt for the championship. Yeah, 132 to 123. I would like to say that one of my favorite names of all time when we were doing puns was Dan Morant's Chad Ocho Seed Co. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Like, it wasn't dirty. It wasn't like anything un- inappropriate. It was just like legitimately just an incredible. Like <laughs> construction, so just that rocks, fantastic, yeah. But yep, that was your that was your big. So uh, what about the cute. emos? Where did the fighting emos come from? Yeah, yeah oh. well, um, so since I came in after the fart party, everyone had these like awesome uh, franchises, and mm-hmm. um, so I just honestly, I like Google searched funny photos of animals and. All the if you, have you ever looked a photo at an emu's face? It's hilarious, and so um, I I tried to uh, the logo. I was going for some ridiculous thing of an emu, and I think that uh, there was maybe twenty iterations of the logo. Y- yes, that that's it. <laughs> the first uh, picture is Owen Daniels, and the next is an emu. Oh, that's Owen. I was, yeah, I was like, who the hell is that? I wasn't really looking at Owen, Owen Daniels in that photo, though. So. Oh, nice. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> um, else is going to get it. This is a podcast. Um, it's an inside joke. They mm-hmm. can't see the photos. Um, but this whole podcast is an inside joke. It, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, decided to go with, you know, like a, a English Premier League style logo instead. So I, I do I like really... the logo. Yeah, it's an excellent logo. Yeah, I really like the the Premier League crest style thing you went with. I thought that was inspired. Yep, and uh, so once I became the Emus, you know, went to Presidents, um, won, won a couple more trophies, and have been pretty much dog shit ever since. <laughs> That's not actually true. I'm looking at your. Uh, I'm looking at your overall picture here. You're twentieth uh, in total wins with sixty-two, 29th in win percentage, uh, tw- tied for twelfth with high scores. Um, that's just like high score games. You're seventh in mo- tied for seventh in most playoffs uh, playoff appearances at six. You're fourth in medal score, where they kind of give a value to each medal you'd get. So that's like you're the that's the fourth fourth highest medals. Your rating overall, the ELO is forty-sixth. So, but. I don't. So I mean, you must be like beaten up on just babies here, because you. But your because your season finishes, you, you've you were first or th- first, second or third, fifty percent of your seasons. 
which is a pretty yeah. good, I mean, that's a pretty good spread. And then a quarter of them were fourth or sixth. So like 75% of the time you've been in the top half of a league, which is pretty consistent. But How do you yeah. find out like how many times you've been in the playoffs and stuff? Um, you can go into like, it'll delete, like if you click on your own name, it'll tell you like your specific franchise and it'll tell you all that stuff. But there's also in the record book, there's sections for like most playoff appearances, you know, playoff drought, that kind of stuff, which is really neat. And we might dive more into that at a different time when we've got recommendations. I'm seventh in playoffs. Well, that's pretty good. Even though I have a win percentage less than 50%. Yeah, you were tied with Bogey. Yeah. (laughs) You have three titles. I have fucking one. And we have the same amount of playoff appearances. Well, think about I also have six playoff appearances and I have none. The highest I've got yeah, is true. second place. So and you guys, about that. Uh, I'm pretty sure in in 2018 I rode like Bortles to a championship. I'm not even joking. He was on <laughs> my championship three regular roster. season. Pretty good. What's that? that was a ten and three regular season record in 2018. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was my quarterback in the championship. That's um, incredible. The garbage time king. Mm-hmm. He yep. really is. But enough about Bogey's uh, cool stats. I but I do really like your franchise logo. I think that that is really, really <clears> cool. I actually saw one league that had done all of theirs in that like EPL crest style. That's really neat. But of course, I wouldn't like enforce that on people. I just think it was cool. Anyway, yeah, all right. We, you what? Go ahead. Well, I, I like our league because we have you know Jim Helton num nums and uh, Spencer <laughs> Meeseeks floats on fire. Yeah, we have a real big gulf between the highest and lowest quality levels. But you know, every like even the lowest franchise or the most half-assed is a thousand percent better than not having one at all. Keep that in mind, new kids. All right, I like your section that you put here for dad. Uh, we have this uh, DTD dads talk dads. Yeah, <laughs> this is actually, so I I really, can... this is. Like, Great one. Yeah, I, I had this this idea um, just because I listened to Austin bitch and complain about people hanging out with their lovely families and talking about their children. Um, and so this comes at a perfect time uh, now that Austin is a father-to-be. And so that, I think we need to have a, a spot that's just called DTD, Dads Talk Dads. And, <laughs> and Austin just asks any question that's a great about, idea about being a dad or about childbirth or diapers <laughs> or anything <laughs> uh, it's up to you austin to to ask a question. Yeah. Do you like let's let's give it a world do you have a question on your mind austin that to yeah uh were you guys ever... in the room when it happened Bo, you want to start when the child was born yes or conceived uh because yes both. <laughs> yeah, yeah actually, uh and so like do you yes to both I do you uh do you like are you like around the area or are you like yeah. up top <laughs> know uh, what i'm saying yeah um, um both um both okay I, I i will say um and this isn't meant to scare you uh but it is a uh, i guess a funny story that i like to tell about when our first uh, will our seven-year-old when he was born um my wife went into labor at like 10 a.m and um 
we went into the hospital a little before noon and I didn't eat any lunch. And if you know anything, like it took forever and he wasn't born <laughs> until 3 a.m. So from 10 a.m. to 3 a.m., I, I didn't eat or drink anything for some reason uh, because I was so nervous. I, I don't know why. Um, but when it came time to, okay, hey, we're going to push, it's like, it was like midnight or something. We're going to push. And so it's like, oh, dad, you know, you get up there. You know, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of standing there. And then the whole, I take in the whole scene. All, all the senses are, are, are heightened. Uh, and there's, there's things happening. And uh, I, I thought I was going to pass out. I got, like, just went white as a sheet. And I started wobbling. And they go, Dad, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know. And they go, they wheeled a chair behind me and sat me down. <laughs> and they go... They go, let's get him some food and something to drink. And so they brought me saltines and um, a juice, uh, apple juice box in a juice box. And I was sitting there like I was at a fucking movie, like just crunching on saltines and slurping um, <laughs> apple juice while they were like, okay, push! One, two, three. And it's just like... <laughs> And I'm sitting there. <laughs> I had a pack of saltines and apple juices, and I was ready to go. So, uh, yeah, moral of the story is eat some damn food and uh, stay hydrated. Yeah, I'm going to hit the Smack Shack beforehand. Just slam a bunch of burgers and shit. Uh, I mean, <laughs> something. This actually, that's actually kind of reminds me that, yeah, okay, so to answer your question, like, Yes, I was I was on both sides of the the like uh, you know helping and and all that, but um, the the like I guess my little similar story is when the first one was born that uh, that we didn't you know obviously first you don't really know what's going on like and it was late like we'd ate like Thai or something like that and our the doctor had basically said like we'd actually gone in that day for one of the appointments. And she told her that, like, oh, not even close. Nothing's happening. And then, like, that night, it was, like, 10 or something. Like, it was late at some point. And Teresa's, like, I think something's, you know, I think we're getting started. I'm not really sure. Like, that kind of thing. But nothing, again, it wasn't, like, she didn't feel much. So nothing was happening. So, like, I just went back to sleep. <laughs> and, and, like, for a, a while. And, and then which is probably like not the thing to do but like again it wasn't we were, it wasn't apparent what was really happening but then like i think it was about four in the morning or something it was like oh yeah time to go so we go in and um yeah i mean i think the, the mo the moral of the story with literally everything is like how much of a big baby i am <laughs> and mm -hmm. then like how like obviously tough the thing that like that you're witnessing you're like oh my god i could like that looks really hard. Like I can, this is, it's incredible that this person can do this while I'm sitting there. Like it's, it's kind of cold in here. Like, like I'm a little tired. Down, well, like you're, yeah, you're in there and like the food thing's real. Like I was, I was hungry. I want, like I was concerned with, well, should I eat something? Should we eat something? Cause like you're in there for a while and yeah, the room is cold. Like, um, so but yes, I mean, obviously, like, m that wasn't the focus of it, but it was kind of just, 
it's funny that I remember being a like just in my mentally like a little bit of a, a baby about it. But yeah, it was uh, it was pretty incredible. But yeah, Does I'm hoping there's some question? sort of like biological switch that happens where, like, Mary and I are both not fans and don't really talk about anything like gross. And so, like, when we have a child, I'm hoping there's like, oh, yeah. a biological switch that's like, gross is okay, because if I, like, hold a baby and he's, like, all covered in, like, nasty shit, I'm like, get this fucking thing away from me. Well, you're, you're, <laughs> yeah, mine good, will like, be different. Ready. Yeah, exposure therapy is what I think they call this. Yeah. Like, you're just going to get, you will have no choice. Like, right. there, um, I still remember this story with Aurora that she, for some reason, I'm changing her, changing on her table. She's about, we're about five feet from the wall. And uh, she was having some, some tummy troubles. And she somehow had built up pressure. And I don't know, at some point it released. And she shot diarrhea, or poop, <laughs> liquid poop, across the room, more or less. Like it's such we it was up a little high like in whatever angle must have arced that it hit it hit the crib that was next to the wall and just splattered. I thought you were like, gonna say you had a bullseye on the wall and she just totally no, nailed it. No, it wasn't anything like that. It was just like kind of one of those things where like one second you're you're changing your child and the next second you're like in a biological hazard zone. Just <laughs> like you just get stunned for a second right. and then you just. But you you don't even have a chance to be grossed out. You just immediately are like, okay, well, how like the, uh, let me secure the baby so I can clean this stuff. It, you know, <laughs> it'll just you'll see. Maybe I'm sort of prepared because my cat used to shit on the floor literally twice a day, every single day for like four years. Oh, that cat probably did help a lot for you. He yeah. diarrheaed everywhere all the time. So. Yeah, I I think I've been I think I've been puked on like two dozen times. So mm-hmm. you get used to it. Yeah, that happened. A, that happened a couple of weeks ago, actually. Aurora had, or she had her first kind of like, "I'm throwing up, sick, get me a bucket" thing, like in the middle of the night. It, it seems to happen, you know, like to kids. I remember that phase, the get the bucket phase. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it's just you'll see. It's just you just get used to it. <laughs> you just have higher priorities in the moment usually than being grossed out. Right. Yeah. That was dad's talk. Dad's. Yeah. Yeah. Great segment. Love that. That was a great segment. <laughs> T Shan's gonna love this segment. <laughs> uh, I did have a couple other topics that I wanted to to talk about, and I know that Jameson, you've never I- experienced this. Um, uh, but how weird it is to win a championship. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that was a, that was a brutal. Difficult. It is weird. It is but, weird. You know, like. If you've ever been to like the Big Twelve Championship when Iowa State, you know, was good at basketball and winning those things, um, and everyone's around, everyone's excited, getting high fives from strangers, you're slamming beers. Um, I vividly remember uh, the last time I won um, the uh, the championship. I needed it was the Monday night game. I needed I had Aaron Jones on my team. And I needed him to score a touchdown um, to to win, or I I needed like five points, and he ran like a fifty yard touchdown in, and I just yelled yeah, raised my hand, started <laughs> chugging a beer, 
and looked around, and there was nobody in the room except for my cat just staring at me. Um, and it's just like, oh, well, I won, and that's it. And nobody even remembers who wins, right? Yeah. Um, because by that point, everyone's checked out. But yeah, <laughs> no, only one person gets to have fun at the end of the day, and everyone else is like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, nobody gives a shit at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, true. It's yeah, I mean, I won the Mutineers League, and the result was fucking... Sully just canceled the league this year. It's like, yeah. have fun, whoever won. I'm like, what? What? You know who won, asshole. <laughs> it was me. Yeah. When you were talking about that on whatever pod that was, I honestly, I was like, yeah, I, I didn't even remember that you won. So, because well, my team was dog shit. So, yeah. Well, you didn't have a commissioner that dedicated his life to making sure you could get, have tools like League Legacy. <laughs> where you can go look and see exactly who you beat and by how much. And yeah, how many I mean, I, I was looking at the legacy stuff and I was absolutely shocked. The only thing I remember from that season was that at some point I won because there was something to do with either kneel downs or sack yardage. And it was like either sack yardage was counted or had ne- not been counted anymore. Um, or like kneel down yardage was somehow not counted and it was i think it was over renner in like i think i won a playoff game uh, by like 1.1 point or something it had something to do with weird ass like sack yardage other than that like i didn't remember who i played or what the score was or anything like that yeah i don't i mean it's yeah that's now you can you can relive it you don't have to remember it you can just go look it up true yeah we we need a, a championship parade or you know just a championship celebration at Wellman's in West Des Moines for well, you just <laughs> what you should do is awesome. go to the drafts in your jerseys. Yeah, there you go. That's literally Let's just what we all do. go to where we should go. Well, we should go to the drafts in your. That's a good and idea. I, and I do have I do have the stars that I'm looking at right now. I get a pass out so that you can whatever yeah. whatever jersey is your most up to date one. You can rep all your other championships. Yeah, there you appropriately. go. Yeah, and. Because my jersey is fit for shoulder pads, I have so much space on the shoulders. You have three jerseys? <laughs> None of them are right? I, I only have the original. I never did get the alternative oh, in the way. So. Well, that's too bad. That's a real Maybe shame. one of them would have fit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we're um, going to do a big, uh, bigger order this year because there were some people that were saying, like, hey, mine fit. I don't like weird shoulders, that kind of stuff, or, like, that hadn't got their jerseys. So if anyone out there is kind of thinking about maybe it's time for their a new version or a bigger one, like, this year is going to be the year to do it for bulk pricing. Yeah. All right. Perfect. All right. The the last segment that, that I had um, is going to take about, 30 seconds, uh, a, um, a shout out of the week, um, because there's about half the people in this league don't know me, don't care to know me, um, and I don't know them. So uh, just want to give a shout out to some people. Um, Jason Renner, I don't know you or anything like Dan Renner. I love you already. Um, I don't Sam think they're related. They're not. Are they not, re- they're not related? <laughs> no. No. What the hell? <laughs> They're not. My mind you take is back blown. Your shout? Uh, maybe a little bit. I mean, they share a last name, though. So. Yeah, that's true. 
Mason's good stuff. Um, Aren't we all Glancy? children of God? <laughs> Glancy's Glancy. awesome too. He hasn't yeah. been mentioned on the pod yet, so Sam, I hope you're listening. And uh, Nick Strumbo. There Bunch you of young guys. guns. Yeah, yeah, just bringing them in. That's you know that's a midlife crisis boogie. <laughs> What's that? You have a midlife crisis? Hey, fellow kids, what's up? Shout out, <laughs> my guys. Yeah, yeah, I got my skateboard and my backwards hat. <laughs> That's right. Shout out all my bros living in the Dell house. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep, so that's Greek, it. Greek week. <laughs> uh, I wanted to shout out Alex Nelson for sticking with our boy Komet. I pleaded to Nelson. He dropped Komet to pick up somebody else before the week started. And I was like, please... Please believe in our boy. I need this really bad. I don't have uh, Mark Andrews because I'm by. And Komet went nuclear. So we did it together, buddy. Even though I've, we both still lost. But Komet was great. Yeah. I guess I just, I like, my, what would my shout-outs be? My shout-outs Shout out be... my wife and my kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably just, I, I can give a general shout-out to just I, everybody, everybody that joined the league and <laughs> oh made my, my dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd probably be, uh, let's, people that don't get mentioned, I don't know, Blaze? <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. Blaze rules, and you never hear anything out of him, and I don't know if he'll ever come to a draft, but, like, oh, my God, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> it would. He's plugging away. Blazer's face know. is seared into my brain from the one second I met him, but I know who he is. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> all right, so you did all the playoff pictures already. Piss Boy Race yeah, as well. Yeah, you had a mailbag question. Oh, yeah, I almost skipped that. So the real Corey Anderson type, Corey Anderson himself, asked... Uh, as injuries and bipocalypse ravages our team, what is the commissioner's stance on a team intentionally submitting an incomplete roster? So the way I read this is like you have a lot of good players. They're just injured or on by. You don't want to give any of them up, so you'd rather just play nobody. What is the stance, Kamish? Uh, the official commission stance is that like if this was a normal redraft league, like maybe that would suck. But like this is – you can do it. Like why not? If like – if you you do, you're not required to start a full lineup, there's a difference between like not doing anything, and but the key here is that since we have promotion and relegation and piss boy and all that stuff, like it's kind of self-selecting. If you want to just dink around and not set a lineup and all that stuff, like go for it. You're just going to be in the minor leagues, and if we had some sort of farm system, you'd probably get moved down to that. But we don't, so you would just it doesn't really matter there, but. If you're doing that stuff and it's not on purpose, like you can like like for example, when I was like, I'm not gonna win this week and I just loaded up on players on buy hoping I could come out of it on the other end and I had to start someone who was out. Right. Like that's valid. Like if you're trying to do stuff, it's valid. But if you're like just totally checked out and you're in like premier or major, then you will probably like you'll get replaced by someone from the lower leagues. So if you're above minors Keep active, but yes, like if it's a valid strategy thing you're doing, you can you can do that. Does that answer the question? I think so. Go on a tangent. Okay. All right. Next weekly game is going to be. I just had it up and moved that. It is overachiever. So the highest percentage over your projection. So someone just blowing out their dumb projections based on sleepers made up nonsense. 
Uh, so we'll see who, who gets that. And then, yeah, like you said, I did playoff pictures already, so we kind of have an idea of that. Again, you can look at literally every league on League Legacy without logging in even. You can just look at it. So if you want to go in more in-depth to see what all the records are, like I definitely recommend checking it out. And then we talked about Priest's Piss Boy Race to the Bottom. Uh, winning zero games is doing a great job of putting yourself in first for that race. And then... Couldn't yeah. be better. Yep. Uh, last, or I guess we have two things left. Biggest pick of the week, sponsored by Applebee's. Come on down for a $5 bucket with the boys. Either $5 Corona, or five Coronas or five Bud Lights, or a mix of both in one bucket. Go ahead and enjoy a quesadilla burger before you head back to the Burbs and leave the car on in the garage. Applebee's, eating good in your wife's boyfriend's neighborhood. That is going to be Guggenheim. Will be, I'm going to put my name on... Uh, there's a better way to word this, but basically I'm going to put myself up for Wedge's uh, either Mercy or Cruelty. So it's going to be myself and Christian. As far as I know, we're the closest projected matchup in all of the leagues. It's supposed to be de- decided by .14. Christian is favored by .14. Um, and he even has Jalen Waddle on by, and I have my full team. So, um, yeah, Christian's team is really fucking good. Anyway, so uh, I just took the picture, and Wedge is on the right, which um, if you ever have a sleeper up, your team is always on the left. So bad news for me, um, Wedge picks Christian. Christian is well, pick. Let's see if Wedge can get himself to 50%. Yes, that's right. And if this happens, then Christian will officially tie me at the top of our standings at 7-4. Uh, and four, So... A lot going on here. Um, and then last, Bamrick of the week. Uh, Dane informed us in the group chat during last week that he bought a new saw. Uh, so Be Dane careful. Is, Dane is the Bamrick of the week. Be Congratulations, safe. Dane. Good job on purchasing a uh, saw. Yeah. All right, that Be was sure. pretty much it. Anything else, Bogey? No, is this a handsaw or are we talking? Uh, no, it was saw? like some sort of uh, like a miter saw, some sort of uh, some sort of electronic saw situation. He's building like campground shit. He's That's an industrious fellow. He's a man. I needed man. the important information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just handsaw. It's a uh, it's something very cool something that everyone can, would love. Something you can really mess yourself up with. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna hurt himself badly, but um, let's hope not. Go Dane. Yeah, go Dane. All right, Bogey. So you don't have any close. You have any closing thoughts for closing oh, arguments? Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, Thank you for fun. coming on. Love the pod. Love what you're doing. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Just hope that uh, AJ Dillon sucks for the rest of the year. Now that I traded him away. <laughs> Fingers fuck Top, fuck J-Long, fuck you, <laughs> fuck this guy. You're cool, <laughs> fuck this guy. <laughs> All right, well, that wraps it up. All right, well, like, good luck, everybody, except for Justin Long, who should be Christian. And Christian. Fuck you, Christian. Fuck and whoever fuck Bogey's you. playing because you are you came on. Yep. Lincoln. Bye. All right. See you. Bye. <laughs>